Michael cleared his throat. I have an announcement. Mary isn't the only one with good news, as he told him about the offer he had received from Patrick Murphy. Wow, Father, that's great. Did you accept? asked Annie. Yes, I did. And I have to admit, I'm a little nervous. I need to do a good job. I need the work, and his business depends on it. I can help you, Father. I'm really good with math, Patrick said. I would appreciate that, son. That following Monday, Mary stood in the middle of the room, wearing her nurse's uniform. It was a plain dress with a high neck. The front of it was covered by a white apron that started just above the breast and came down in a long rectangle to just above the waist and then flared out to cover the bottom of the dress. Two straps were attached to the top front and tied around the back of the neck. The skirt went down past her ankles. Her high top shoes had sturdy square heels. On top, her head she wore a white cap with her hair carefully tied up underneath, except for a piece that hung down on her forehead. Michael smiled when he looked at her, his daughter. Mary, I want you to know that your mother would be very proud of you and all you've done. Thank you, Father. Before I go, I want to stop at the church to light a candle for her and also for Michael Jr. and his family. May I go with you? Yes, I would like that very much. They went out of the tenement and walked silently together toward the church. All the way there, Michael was thinking that this would probably be the last time he would walk his daughter anywhere until he walked her down the aisle of the church someday. After lighting some candles, both Michael and Mary decided to go to confession. Going to confession was still hard for Michael, but he had to admit that he felt a lot better when he was finished. After going to confession, he said goodbye to Mary as she went to where Sister Frances said she would meet her. As Michael saw her walking away, he was thinking that he and Katie had done a good job together raising their children. He went back to the tenement, and he and Patrick headed over to Big Patrick's. They knocked on the back door for several minutes before a sleepy-looking Big Patrick, his hair sticking straight up from the side, came to, to the door. Both Michael and Patrick had to express a chuckle. Remind me to get a, to get you a key for the place, said Big Patrick. Yeah, sorry, I wanted to get an early start. This is my youngest son, Patrick, and he's going to help me while he's not at school. Good to meet you, son. I'm Big Pat. Keep your eyes and ears open, and you will learn a lot. I will, I promise, said Patrick. Hey, I need to talk to you about something, said Michael. Can we do it later when I'm more awake? Yeah, sure. It's no emergency. Go ahead and get the ledger, ink, and pen from the office. You know where everything is. Yeah, no problem. Do you have any questions before I leave you? No, I think I understand everything you showed me before. Big Patrick said goodbye and headed upstairs while they picked up the ledger and pen and headed downstairs. Michael was grateful his son was there. He was also surprised by how well Patrick knew how to use the ledger. Where did you learn how to use one of these things? Working with Brian at his shop. Good. Then you can teach me how they work. 
Sure, no problem. For now, though, I will do the counting, and you can do the writing. That works for me. They continued to work throughout the morning into the afternoon, taking inventory of all the whiskey and beer that was available upstairs, along with the glasses and mugs.